Hello and welcome everybody. My name is Ryan. And I'm Heather. And I'm Sarah. We are super excited to be welcoming you onto the podcast today, Sarah. We're such fans of you and of, of, of your message and everything that you've been working on. Uh, we spoke quite a while back and um, we were talking all about your, your work with um, self-belief and being a best friend. And we just love your message and the way you come across and everything you do. So it's a real pleasure to be having you on the podcast. You've been a great friend of the community. So welcome, thank you so much. How did you get started on this journey? Because it's such an exciting journey to be on and, and we just love your message. So it's like, how did you get involved in all of this? Well, originally I did want to go specifically into coaching and I'm sure that maybe in the future that is somewhere I might venture, but right. I realized any transformation that's happened for me has literally been happened from listening to motivational speakers. Sure. And I want to give other, I want to be that for somebody else. I want them to help help people transform their lives. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, you you have a lot of insight and you have a lot of experience in your yes. in your past and, and current practice. And I know, you know, you've you've studied psychology um, and you have an, an MA in psychology. And how much of that has has been part of you wanting to become a coach and a motivational speaker? Well, learning about identity, my my particular um persona genius is how people interact in groups because my master's degree is in social psychology right. so I learned a lot about social identity and how that can you know affect our self-identity and how we do need a sense of belonging people think I'm all right to be a lone ranger but even within being a lone ranger you're still part of a group yeah yeah you can't actually get away from being part of a group it just depends which group you're in and I also think the people you are around can really help you or not help you. Yeah. And, I, you know, it does have a direct impact. Obviously, we choose what we say to ourselves. But yes. What we're surrounded by, there's energy in that and there's, and yeah. there's dialogue in that. And that that does inform how, how we feel as well. Mm-hmm. Even if it's as simple as putting, you know, a rotten apple or, yeah, even one rotten apple within a bunch of apples that can... Yeah you know, the, the negativity from the apple will mix with oh, the other yeah. apples. Yeah, it's a great example. That's, a, that's yeah. a great analogy. And I think, um, you know, particularly now where a lot of the world are, are still in lockdown um, as we're recording this, I mm-hmm. think, you know, uh, for some people, uh, so I'm a group person. I don't like yeah. to be alone. It has been purgatory for all of this time. Um, but I still have some apprehension about going back into the normal world, which yeah. I will be, will obviously have changes anyway, but I, you know, I, so I, I can imagine somebody who doesn't prefer to be in groups thinking about going back to that world where we commune yeah. would be quite unsettling. Yeah. And I didn't realize really until this lockdown, how introverted I am. right right well I think I'm a bit of both as in you know it depends who I'm around so it wouldn't be I have to have a group regardless I'm just more selective as to who I'm around yeah and that that introversion I mean introverts um have extroverted behaviors if yeah exactly it's not one size fits all as in you know you could be an extrovert that doesn't mean you want to be outside all the time with people you know I think when we're introverts if we're in an environment where we trust the the environment and the people that we're around, 
then our behavior is more outward and extroverted by yeah. definition yeah so so you know we don't we don't really change who we are as it's just our behavior changes yeah. but extroverted behavior is exhausting to somebody who prefers introversion yeah. you know because it can be quite draining to just be around people all the time mm. so yeah. you know so i really appreciate you saying about having your own space as well you know yeah. Um, so how, how how do you obviously we don't know what's going to happen, but you've done a lot of work on on groups. So how do you how do you see that kind of what do you think is going to happen with that once once we all start being allowed out? I don't know. I think it's either going to go one way or the other because I think right. I'm not saying that COVID itself is necessarily a blessing, but I just mean you sure. can take blessings from anything. Sure. You know, some people do have the luxury now of choosing who we go back to. Mm. Like what I mean is we don't like say there are pe people we don't like associating with. It's, we don't have to go back to it. We can we can use this time to choose. Do you know, I, I love talking with you because every time we do, I go, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Um, so we get to choose who we go back to. And actually there are some people I haven't kept in touch with at all in lockdown yeah. that I will go back to just, just, just because I enjoy their energy to be out. Yeah. But it's kind of opened my eyes into what are the truly important relationships? Mm. And then what are the more just like social ones? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're right, we should actually be taking a moment to pause and consider before we go just go back barging out there again. Yeah. I mean, for me, um, lockdown in some ways have been a right blessing for me because I found it really difficult to go over my ex. Right. And I'm probably still not official. Why me is if he walked back into my life, I'd probably have to reevaluate it again. But because right. like I've told him not to come around anymore. Yeah. It's given me a chance to heal. Right. Yeah. So, so it has been a good thing. Yeah. And do you think but, like, because uh, I think that's a really that's a really high focus, I think, for a lot of us in lockdown. Like, I know that myself and Heather have talked about this a lot. You know, there's it's really given people a space to 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 look at things and heal. Has that been yes. part of your journey as well? Then, yeah, definitely with with lockdown. Yeah, because um, like one of my boundaries is if I message someone, I I mean, I wouldn't expect like, well, it depends. If I'm in a relationship, it's different mm. to a friendship, isn't it? Sure. So if I message them and they don't message me back at all, that that's definitely one of my, no, I don't like that. Right, right. And even though I told him numerous times I didn't like that, he still carried on. So yeah, so at the but because it was freshly new, I was in like back in the January that time, I was like, right. well, I want this year to be the year that got I get over him. I didn't realize that's how I would get over him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it out there to the universe, but I didn't expect like. However, you know, it was just like, do you know what? This has gone on for too long. Let, let's make this year be the year. Yeah. And I remember people saying, well, I've got... but to me at that time, that's what my normal was. Like him, yeah. you know, worrying whether he would message me or not, worry about whether he was going to call over or not. And mm -hmm. I thought, I don't want to go back to that normal. Right. And that's a real strength in it to, your, to your conviction on that as well. Yeah. That must have been really empowering in so many ways. Yeah, it was. And it still is now. But to come to the point where you have to sort of let go of someone you thought would be with, you'd be with forever, it's just like really, really hard. 
it's never an easy path, is it at all to, to no. kind of follow that? But I mean, it's a testament to your to your strength of character and conviction to that you've sat there and gone, this isn't uh, this isn't something that is healthy for me, and it's not healthy for my boundaries. And yeah. like, boundaries has been a thing of 2020. I know. <laughs> boundaries is 2020 all over for me. That's kind of where I sort of. This so, is yeah. kind of, sorry. This is kind of where in my mind, where becoming your own best friend came came from right. in my head because I was like, do you know what? Sometimes you do have to say to yourself, right, okay, I know they don't want either they don't want to be in your life. I mean, in general, no, not specifically sure. for him, but in general, there are going to be times people either don't want to be in your life anymore, or you don't want someone else to be in your life, mm-hmm. and you have to say, how do I pick up the pieces? Sometimes yeah. you have to carry yourself. You can't, you know, because they're not there anymore and you have to, like, realise life goes on without them. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's painful. But this is where if you've got your own back yeah. and you're there for yourself, you know that you can pull yourself through it. And particularly in lockdown, I think, you know, um, I, I mean, I've been divorced and widowed. So, um, so, and this is going to sound really weird and I don't mean this in a literal sense, <laughs> but being divorced from somebody was, but they're still there. They're still, I mean, I don't, I don't think like that anymore. Right, right. I'm going, I I just have no, no connection to it. But um, they're still at the time, it was like, they're still there. They're still out there. Mm. Whereas and were you widowed before the divorce? No, I was widowed um, in 2019. And so, so when, when that, but that was different, because that was like, final. And I know the divorce. Yeah, stuff, they can't come back from that. Well, I mean, they can you're like bump into if them. you believe in spirituality, they can come back in spirit. But you can't. They, you know, mm-hmm. they're not going to knock on your door anytime soon, are they? <laughs> no, no. And you're not going to bump into them somewhere, and you're not mm-hmm. going to have mutual friends, and you're not. You know, all of those kind of things can be can be tricky. And in in some ways, I guess for some of us, and it doesn't have to be a um, a, a partnership. It, it you know it could just like be be a friendship or even family members of kind of yeah. just having that space from them. I have some friends that I have deliberately not spoken to recently because I've been too drained. And so yes. I've been the person who doesn't reply to the messages because. And what what I've realized is that if somebody doesn't respond, it's not because they're ignoring me. It's it might be yeah. because they're in a place where yeah. they can't. So yeah. I've been the person who didn't respond because I was in a place where I couldn't. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with them. It was just too draining for me to, to reach outward. Yeah. And I think, you know, what we never really know what's going on for other people. Mm. Yeah. So when you talk about being your own best friend, there's an honesty that, cause you know what's going on for you and you yeah. know what you need and what you're saying to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said, I, and I, I and I I've Ryan will t- attest to this because I say this fairly often, and I credit you with this mm-hmm. about treat yourself the way you would want other people to treat you, so yeah. that they learn how to treat you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, I, and that haunts me in a way because it's like, oh no, I want other people to treat me better than I treat myself, yeah. but I'm not showing them how I want to be treated. Yeah, and also I think from a, a law of attraction point of view, if you're for instance, even because with people not replying, that could go back to you not checking in with yourself. Master yeah. that. Because <laughs> if you're not talking to yourself, how can you expect other people to talk? You know, if you're not checking, yeah. if, if you're not checking in with yourself, if you're not even respecting your own boundaries, and I think we all do it at times. 
Because mm-hmm. our mates, we say we're going to go to bed at a certain time, and two hours later, we're still. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but it's still. Oh, gonna, sure. It, what I mean is, you're still going to go out into the universe. It's still telling yourself you're not respecting yeah. your own boundaries. So. Yeah. Because it plays out in that in those ways, doesn't it? It's like if we don't concentrate on the on the things that we need and the things that we know that we need, um, yeah. and and stick to those and and make sure we honor them. Because that's that's yeah. a whole chunk of this. It's about honoring those yeah. those promises that we make to ourselves um, yeah. because they're important. And I think that yeah, when I remember like when you said that, we were just like <laughs> just jaw dropped. Yes, that is correct. Yes, that is correct. I wasn't expecting to hear that this moment, this moment in time, and I am. This is correct. <laughs> yeah, and I when think we've spoken. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, sometimes we only need to speak for a few minutes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Our message is more likely to be heard, and I, you know, I, 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 I have had a motivational business and and for a long, long time, and mm. and and I could talk for days sometimes at conferences, but uh, it's you know the, the little nuggets can very often get missed. Yes. Um, and so I, I love the the simplicity of of your message, um, and I think you know it's it's always food for thought when we have a conversation, which is what I enjoy most about you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You keep giving us these tidbits of wisdom that make us go, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So how do you work on your friendship with yourself? I'm still learning. I'm still learning how, you know, and and I think it's it's the same with every relationship. It's something that builds. By me, as in a a romantic relationship, you wouldn't wake up one morning and all of a sudden this person's there. Mm. You know, you wouldn't have a perfect relationship, but it's never perfect either. But I also think, like, something I'm learning to do now is to um, honour when I'm not feeling okay. Yeah. So I think, um, and I think sometimes this comes back from society, that sort of, like, good feelings are good and bad feelings are bad. And they're all, you almost associate when you're feeling bad as you being a bad person, mm. which isn't true. I'm not saying it's true, but, you know, it's like, you know, we go to, when people are, suffering from depression and anxiety we go to the doctors and they call it symptoms you know they don't talk about depression and anxiety it's just what it is i was a guidance system that we just we're not on the right path it's a process of of learning isn't it to to kind of trust your own voice and your own intuition when it comes to this stuff i think especially as like when you put through the school system and when you're working and stuff you're kind of like taught not to think for yourself it doesn't help you um try things new mm. and fail at things and I think Ooh, part yeah. of being your own best friend is like actually trying stuff and failing it like it's okay to fail things although mm-hmm. that's another thing I'm learning about myself that if you do something and you fail you mm. can pick yourself back up rather than yeah. like necessarily going to someone else and expecting someone else to help you yeah I think part of being your own best friend is also being able to ask for help when you need it even when you look at um people doing their gcses and stuff there's always the if you don't get high grades you know if, and yeah. if you fail fail your gcses what are you going to do in the future yeah and um you know i mean i've learned for myself because i i was 29 when i went back to do when i did my first degree and i didn't actually know i was dyslexic at that time i learned i was dyslexic during that degree and then i was diagnosed with adhd last year 
now at 38. So I, I don't see how necessarily with school system, you know, mm. at that time, it's almost like, right, you've got to decide this job now for the rest of your life. And it's okay to change. It's okay to decide, actually, this isn't what I want anymore. Yeah, no, I absolutely find, yeah. Funnily enough, we've had a, we had a number of conversations about this recently. There's, um, and I think I've, I made this reference more than once and I'm using it again. Um, did you ever watch the TV show Daria in the 90s? No. It was an MTV uh, cartoon show and it was centered around a character called Daria and she was amazing. Um, and there's this one episode where she goes to uh, like a college sort of like prep day, you know, when you go and visit the colleges to see if you'd like it. And as she's, um, she's being toured around the campus, she's with this really shrill person who's trying to sell her on, you know, what you're going to do and all this stuff. Yeah. And she turns to her and she goes, so what are you going to do? When do you grow up? What are you going to do? <laughs> and uh, she turns to them and says, and she's really over it by this point. And she just turns to them and says, the only goal I have in life is not to be forced to decide on a career in my teens that will make me regret all of my decisions I made later in life. And I was wow. like, okay okay. but we are forced to do that so often you know we're expected to know exactly what we want to do and want to be in all you know from probably about 15 16 we're expected to know what our life is going to be and that's not practical or realistic no and and then i think we're scared then that if we do decide to change and or or if life changes on us because sometimes that can happen where you know You've got, for in, for example, say you've become a, you know, gone into the legal side of things and you, you're a solicitor and then, you know, you get laid off, you get fired, or especially with this, with, with COVID at the moment, yeah. you know, yeah, I think with the school system, unfortunately, it doesn't train you to mm. change. Whatever that change is, it's almost like, oh my gosh, I've lost this job. It's the end of the world. Yeah. And it's learning that, for instance, like what I said earlier about people leaving your life it's not the end of the world yeah you'll find you'll meet new people and there'll be a point in the future where you'll look back and you'll be oh well that's why that happened then yeah and i think i'm probably gonna sound corny for quoting this but on um on um frozen two frozen two right ola he actually said this will make sense when i'm older and i think that is so true mm. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to talk about what happened on, but you know, the the things that were happening, and he was saying, "This will make sense when I'm older," and that's why I've said to myself too, "This will make sense one day." Yeah, it doesn't at the time. You'll think, "Oh my gosh, why did that person leave my life? Why did that job end? What? Yeah, why am I where I'm where I am?" But when you're in the future and you've perhaps, for instance, what I've said about my ex, and I've perhaps. Met someone else and we're in a happy relationship and stuff. And he thinks, okay, okay, Mia. And you realize just realize I had to go through that to learn what I didn't want to then be where I am today. Yeah. And also, I tell people, and I tell myself this enjoy enjoy being single because there'll be a day where you've been married for 10 years and you're like, oh, do you know what? I just love to be. Not saying you don't want to be with that person, but you yeah, know, yeah. you know, just enjoy being on your own. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, this happens at any stage, you know, that we that life changes on us, and and if we didn't learn the lessons, mm-hmm. then they will come back. 
Oh, yeah. no, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, life has a, that's again that law of attraction, isn't it? Life has yeah. a way of routinely trying to teach you the same things if you're not getting it. You know, it repeats that thing until you get that, until you make that connection. Yeah, because it's much more painful when you yeah. get it. I mean, as Abraham Hicks says, sometimes it'll be that, oh, you might change the place you're in or you might change the people you're around, but you still end up attracting the same people. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know, you might have like, you know whatever names you want to call them people they may have left your life if you haven't learned or haven't released that energy you'll end up with the same energy from somewhere else yeah 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 absolutely absolutely yeah it is this is why i think like loving yourself and also believing in yourself and also i think that's why it may not feel it at the time. Sometimes part of the reason why people are do leave your life is because you're leveling up. Yeah. Like you think, and you're not you're not the same person anymore. Like mm. I found that as well with this game I ever mentioned on Sunday in the group that um, you know I'm not the same person. Like mm. I did try going back on it, <laughs> and I enjoy it for a couple of days and realize I'm not the the same person anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Because I think we sometimes we hold on to things because we used to be that and we try and hang yes. on. And we, and we won't admit or accept that we've moved on. Yeah. yeah. And I think that game in particular did help me because I was, as I said, going through this getting over my ex thing. And I think that almost helped me. It was almost like a bridge to who I am today, as in, you know, it helped me with my confidence because, you know, I achieved so much in the game. Yeah. But it was when at some point I thought, you know what, I'd, I don't want to be in a year's time still on this game and still unhappy because it then became the game made me unhappy rather than, yeah, you know, rather than someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just a nice, it's a nice interim thing. It takes our attention, maybe yeah. our attention off of something else that we don't want to put it on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, 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 it helped. It was like a transition period to who yeah. I am today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, like, even within the game, like, I became friends, well, I say friends, you know, I subscribed to, like, this, um, some of the top players, they had YouTube channels and I'd like subscribe to one and I became friends with one and then I ended up, my character ended up being on YouTube. Yes, my yeah. character's on YouTube. <laughs> and then it just got to the point where you're like, why can't I be on YouTube rather than my right. character? Yeah. Right. And that's kind of how I am yeah. today because it gave me the confidence to do things like this. Yeah. Well, we, we have so enjoyed chatting with you today. Thank you. Having the afternoon with you. Just just such a pleasure. Really, it has been. Thank you so much for joining us today. Really, it's been so much fun. Thank you. We love having you in the Confidence Recovery community. We do. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to us today. This has been Confidence Through Cabaret. My name is Ryan. I'm Heather. And I'm Sarah. And this is Your Body. Your body. Your world, world. your Just stage. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. We'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye.